Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to another freaking episode of the Talk No Jutsu podcast. We're going to be covering uh, season one of JJK. Season one. And uh, the movie, Volume Zero. Zero. Yeah, I'm super excited to cover both. Did, did I ever tell you that I um, that I ended up, when I watched, the first time that I ever watched season one, hmm. I I was like, yeah, I'm not, I can't wait for season two. Like, I need to read it. And then I, that was the first time that I ever downloaded it, Shown to Jump. Oh, the app? Yeah, yeah. When Fresh I out the plastic? For, yeah, dude. And I immediately started reading it. When I when you go on Shonen, they don't start you with one. They start you at volume zero. With a zero. Yeah. yeah. And I remember reading the first chapter, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, where's Yuji? <laughs> who, who are these <laughs> who people? Who is this Utah looking at him over there? Like, who the fuck? I'm like, I, I'm, I was so confused. And then I caught up to where season one ended. And I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. And then I think... A couple of weeks later, they announced that they the movie was coming out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Then we're actually you got get to, to see you got it. to rip the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you get getting there with all the nerds. Yeah, it was just weird to to have to have read that because a lot of people, unless you had Shonen Jump or were reading it per the manga, because even the manga was, um, I think Volume Zero was a little bit hard to find. Mm. Uh, either before the movie um, was announced or like during even post movie when everyone like started yeah. buying it yeah, yeah. get the I, rush dude, on it it was crazy because I was trying to find my own volume just to have it and then no one had it and then one day I was passing by Walmart and they had it I'm like Walmart has this shit dude for seven dollars bro Wal- get out of Walmart here. this is we're not sponsored by Walmart by <laughs> but if they want I to, wish I had some now. Wally bucks <laughs> <laughs> Roll back this bit right now. Yeah, Walmart has manga now. Mm-hmm. Target, five Target? five below. Five oh well yeah, but five below has like has like two or weird, three, and it's like the first. It's volume. Attack on Titan only. Yeah, and it, but yeah. it's the first volume. That's it. You're and a lot of times they put that banner or sticker on it. That's yeah. like oh five below exclusive. Like I don't need that on my manga. Dog, you about to get slapped though. Every time I see those, either the Target exclusives. Mm-hmm. The Barnes and Nobles exclusive. I'm like, throw this shit away. If the sticker comes off, yeah, I'll, I'll pay it. a cheap yeah, price. If it's on the plastic, I'll buy. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But uh, if it's on the book, if it's engraved, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. The- <laughs> I don't want this. Shit. But it's in- that's how I knew we've reached new levels of popularity with anime mm-hmm. and manga. When I walked into Five Below and I could buy Dude. a couple like volumes or something, I'm yes. just like, it's here. Yes. Um, At Five Below, that's, that's so crazy. It's- <laughs> when know, it gets to do- to the Dollar Tree. We they quit. Have, yeah. We quit our jobs. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, Dollar Tree has books, and yeah, they do. They do have books back there. It's a lot of Bibles. It's a lot. It's a lot of it's Bibles. It's a lot. But in the I haven't seen, like, no Stephen King back there no. yet. So, like, if that happens and then the manga comes in, yeah. If you had to pick one manga that you think will be the first one to drop at Dollar Tree, which yeah. one do you think would it be? Oh, my gosh. it's It'll be one of the most... It'll be like a like Titan a recent, like Naruto. A okay, okay. I think it'll be one that like is so well known that mm-hmm. there's probably like an abundance of volumes that they printed. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what's gonna be there is is like the Twilight books. <laughs> Any book that had become so insanely popular with movies and stuff that yeah. like they printed so many. Right now, you can go to the Goodwill and get the entire run of Twilight books, any day. Any day, any goodwill. They're talking about your local goodwill or yeah. like any goodwill? Any goodwill. The one that's next to you, the one that's 10 minutes down the street. Go in any day. doesn't matter what day. You'll find the full volumes, all of them, of Twilight. Jesus. I, I give you 20 bucks right now. <laughs> It'll probably be like 10. 
It'll be like 10, but come back with a steak sandwich. (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) if you happen to find Jujutsu Kaisen in your local Dollar Tree, the uh, story and art for Jujutsu is written by, how would you say that? I don't know if it's it's Gege or Gigi. Akutami? I want to say it's Gege or Akutami. I'm going with Akutami. Yeah, yeah, let's just call Akutami. Akutami. He's a... Don't call me Akutami. He's ripping. So far, I got Jujutsu at 22 volumes. It's still ongoing. Just read the new chapter on Sunday. I'm all the way caught up. All the way up. Can I just say that you're a fucking menace? Uh, Absolutely. I literally told you, hey, man, let's... You should definitely watch this. <laughs> you watch season one, and then you're like, "Hey, uh, and they, I really, I think you text him. He's like, should I watch the movie after, yeah. or something?'" And I was like, "Yeah, watch the movie after the after the series." And then last thing I remember, you were telling me the the way the way the time the way the 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 time came came about was I watch. He's like, "Hey, I watched season one. I'm gonna watch the movie. Yeah, I finished the movie." I'm in Shibuya, and then it went from Shibuya. I am all the way to cut up in the manga, yeah. and I'm like, "What happened in this time?" It's all gas pedal, dude. <laughs> I just cut the brake line. That's so. funny. I'm telling you, I like to read, and then if it's that engaging, I'll just like blast through it. But I also like to point out that it is Shonen Jump. I thought from it's great to point out like. That there's more things other than shonen, mm-hmm. specifically even when we were talking about Vinland. Vinland's a whole different thing too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this has two seasons so far of oh. JJK from the infamous Mappa Studios. Shouts out to Mappa. They always cooking with uh, with with gas. Always in the kitchen. Is this a uh, dub or a sub for you? I've seen it both. Seen it both. I've okay. seen both, but I re- I enjoy the dub mm-hmm. a lot. I think the sub is good. I change I change it to sub whenever I know there's a big Sukuna scene coming. Yeah. Or or if Nanami is gonna be in the scene. Mm. I feel like those two are the only ones that I'm like, yeah, I will I would switch it out to sub because the I forgot the name of the of the person that voices Nanami, but he's just incredible, dude. A-plus. He's so yeah, he's so fucking good. And uh, Sukuna's voice in sub is like a whole different. It, it, I feel like he sounds, he sounds menacing in dub, but he sounds just straight up evil in Japanese. Like it's ridiculous. I did sub the whole way through, mm-hmm. but I do feel like that's where I get stuck if I try to do dub. Is that mm-hmm. there's like one or two like that that I'm like, man, if they just change like these two, yeah, I could do it, but yeah. nah. I would definitely, I would definitely recommend watching it in dub. Mm. I think, um, weirdly enough, I prefer Gojo in dub really? than in sub. Yeah, yeah, even though the both though the voices are amazing, they both got swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cockiness is just like it just projects <laughs> out of it so easily. But I think that I prefer the dub of Gojo. I think more. sometimes if it's ongoing. Mm-hmm. I like to do Japanese just because I know when I catch up yeah. and they haven't done that in English yet that mm-hmm. I could just be like, it won't phase me at all. Yeah. Like there's no shock to it and I just keep going. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of like how One Piece is. Mm-hmm. Eventually when you caught up to it, they were like, okay, well, these are new episodes. Yeah, you're going to have to watch we're, it in we're Japanese. 200 episodes behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah, better yeah. get reading. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened to me when I, um, as I was reading, um, not reading, when I started watching season two. Because you know you you have to watch like I ended up watching it weekly yeah as it was coming out yeah, and there was only episodes. yeah and it was only in sub so I got to enjoy I I remember watching season one 
I feel like it was like a half and half thing. Mm. Like I was watching the English and then by the time that the English were done, I was like, fuck, now I need to jump over to sub. And then I jumped over to sub. I'm like, oh, this is actually not that bad. And then um, and then when I went to season two, I watched the whole entire thing in sub. I don't think I've seen season two in, in dub yet. Me neither. But dub, uh, season one is really, really good. Um, yeah, dude. I think um, Gojo's voice is awesome. Now that I'm seeing Ghetto, Ghetto's voice in English is actually really cool, too. He has like such a weird. Um, there's such a softness mm. to his voice, especially in the beginning, that in English it kind of translates really well. Mm. Versus in Japanese, I feel like he has more of a, a bit of like a higher pitch tone to his voice. Yeah. And in dub, it sounds like soft, like someone, like it, it's the voice that I would imagine Geto having in the season. This show is a. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Because yeah, you try to, like, summarize the show. Yeah. And it gets confusing. Yeah. Because it gets to be so many layers of, um, like, combat mm-hmm. and techniques and mm-hmm. jujitsu to learn and all these other, like, almost like a magical kind of system mm-hmm. that it gets, like, really intense. Mm-hmm. I like it because it's dense enough that, like, when you become a super fan, there's mm-hmm. so much to chew through. Yeah. To the average person, it might be, like, a little overwhelming. But then you just rewatch it. True. And then it's got rewatchability at yeah, least. Yeah, that is that is true. I feel like I've seen at least season one I've seen it multiple times. Yeah. Multiple and I don't get tired of it. I was like, rereading panels trying to like catch up beyond season two. I was rereading multiple panels because I was just like, What the f-? Yeah, what's going on? Because there is actually like narrated pieces throughout yeah. where it's not internal dialogue or vocal, you know, real dialogue. It's mm-hmm. actually just like they're trying to kind of break down and narrate a piece of it because there's just so much to explain and what the actions are mm-hmm. for the individual. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they're using this ex- domain and this and that. Yeah. And I'm over there like, I stopped trying to like focus hard on trying to figure it out completely, mm-hmm. like scientific wise. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, that was badass. Yeah. <laughs> I just stopped caring. It makes no like, sense. Did but you I fucking see what love he, it. Yeah, dude. like see what we just did. Who would you say? Who would you say it's your? Um, I know it's gonna be like a weird one and. Mm. It's either it's either really hard to pick or really easy. But mm. which w- domain expansion do you think is your favorite one out of season <sighs> one? Out of season one? Oh uh, yeah, hands down. It's for it's Gojo's. Gojo's. Yeah, when you because you could see a little bit from people when they first get into it, and you know as you're trying to unravel some of these things as UG experiences it. But his when you finally get to get a little glimpse of like his eyes and. What he can actually do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, yeah. like the animation for it is just chef's kiss. You yeah, know what I mean? I agree. I think definitely is one of my favorite, but I think um, Sukuna's. Mm-hmm. It's also like terrifying. Yeah, Sukuna is like terrifying. what I imagine uh, like a Ghostbusters villain to be. Like no no, <laughs> really? follow me on this one. Okay. Yeah, like when you first see Ghostbusters, have you you've seen like the original too? Yeah, yeah. You have like uh, the what's this? What's the one they fight at the end? Like they have like Gozer the Destroyer, but <laughs> okay. instead of actually like coming up with something creepy, they make him the Stay Puff on accident when he mm-hmm. actually thinks about it. And then you have the chick with the flap top, you know, yeah. and she's over there like shooting. That's what Sukuna reminds me of. Some like ancient Babylonian mm-hmm. evil demon mm-hmm. that they like summon and they were like whoops <laughs> so like his house is just fucking corpses yeah. and castles from battle toads 
and he's just got like hordes of weird creatures working for him. It's so crazy. That's why I think he works so well because he's taking bodies in like real, you know, 2018 or whenever like it's set in, you know, uh, real time. But uh-huh. so then he's got like Nike swishes on and stuff. But in reality, I'm like, no. When you finally get to see his domain, you're like, yeah, this motherfucker is evil. Yeah, it's terrifying. I feel like even even every single time we see Mahito interact with Juji, and you get to see him inside, yeah, in the the subconscious of like Sukuna, yeah, even that with no domain, it's terrifying, terrifying. It's definitely like a flea on sight. You know, it's bad when there are points during the show where like other curses that are pretty strong mm-hmm. see or hear about Sukuna and they're just like I'm out yeah I'm, I'm, pa- I'm packing my yeah. bags like yeah. they're just like peeing their pants yeah. to be by him and knowing that like at any moment he could just be like I don't like you <laughs> and you're dead <laughs> yeah before you notice you're dead yeah you're just oh yeah we're watching cloud. it right now what? inside inside That's, um we have that we have the um some of the episodes going we always uh, gotta have it running. yeah yeah we have it running uh I'm not gonna no. lie to you though when I started this I didn't think I'd like it really because the beginning the very very beginning couple episodes of the show before they start getting into like the meat of the arc mm-hmm. i was like i don't really know like there's a kid and then mm-hmm. there's a curse thing and then i'm trying to learn like the rules of the world the, yeah. the specialness of it and then he eats a finger and i'm just like mm, nasty but i can roll with it <laughs> it's not until you get to the stuff with gojo the first clip you showed me yeah, when yeah, I like reached that, I like the sh- yeah, yeah. When when Gojo's kind of like flexing his abilities, trying to learn about how Sukuna is, you yeah. know, doing now that Yuji ate the finger, mm-hmm. etc. And what an iconic scene of like the the super good when Sukuna goes to attack and you see Gojo sitting on him. It is the most <laughs> gangster thing with him. Man. <laughs> it is so cool. Uh, just to do, I guess we could do like a brief summary. Um, yeah. Obviously, if you don't, if you just want to chill with us that's cool but watch what we're talking about sometimes yeah. por favor uh it's basically school kid yeah. yuji itadori yeah he uh finds out about this uh kind of like underground world of what's called jujutsu sorcerers who help exercise demons that are born from the cursed energy that comes from human beings mm-hmm. uh cursed energy comes from basically negative, negative emotions negative. from mm-hmm. you know grief or anger or things mm-hmm. they're born out of people a they say it's interesting. They say it's mostly just Japan. Like, that's where the, where, like, the be... crux of it is, and mm-hmm. that outside of it, there's not really much. Yeah. I find that kind of interesting that they get to isolate it. Yeah. So then at no point are you like, where's the American sorcerers? Right, or where's right. the African sorcerers? Right. It's just like, no. They immediately tell you, like, Japan's effed up. That's it. They're just and here. And it's just Japan. Um, it's, it's not like my hero where it gets to a point like in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the story where you kind of realize that mm. this hero association goes beyond huge. Japan yeah. and that even America has it. And then you start seeing some of those heroes and you're mm. like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's nice that it's narrowed down. And I feel like it also helps with the story because it's uh, because it's all narrowed down to only that region. Mm-hmm. They can just strictly focus on these characters and give it really decent character development on that region only. Yeah, because that's what's hard about like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. They established that there was all, you know, extra schools in Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. but it was more like you figured they were still in Europe. Like, yeah. oh, these guys are probably from Russia. These guys are from uh, the girls' schools from, like, France. Mm-hmm. They're in, like, England and the country, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get to, like, the prequel stuff with New, 
and you're like wait there's an american ministry of magic there's more schools so it's just so much to write that you kind of drown in the amount of detail Mm -hmm. but this is just like nah boy japan only is exclusive you better (laughs) drive on the other side of the car for this (laughs) um so essentially uh yuji finds what's called a cursed object and he swallows it not knowing that it's one of the uh fingers of a famous most famous king of curses yeah the king of all curses uh sukuna and Sukuna is just scary, man. It's terrifying. Uh, I think his real form is terrifying. Yeah, he has four arms. Yeah, so he'll and end up having they twenty explain digits. It very early. Yeah, they explain it yeah. very early on the series. It's like, oh yeah, so that means that I have to eat. Uh, what is the? I have to collect ten fingers. It's like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. You're collecting twenty because he has four arms. So like, what the the, the Jujutsu Sorcerers want Itadori to eat all twenty so that he can basically consume and then die. Well, no, they they wanted him to they were wanted to uh, they wanted him to consume all the fingers mm-hmm. to then be exercised and si. then take in Sukuna under custody. See, si. because it'll be so much easier to do that instead of having to collect them in some way, shape, or form in the way that they kind of explain it because they're also indestructible. They're like you can't destroy any of the fingers, which is also like really interesting because they even show um, Gojo who is like probably the most OP character in the whole series, wasn't able to destroy any of the fingers. Mm-hmm. So that's how strong this negative energy is and how strong Sukuna is. And we kind of get to see it throughout the season. So season one kind of follows Yuji along as they're kind of hunting down more fingers, which aren't always just in the open and easy. Yeah. Sometimes they've already been consumed by other cursed spirits yeah. and, and users, and it makes it really difficult to fight against them because they have this insane power boost. Uh, Yuji himself is able to actually basically uh, withstand Sukuna, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, not really fall victim to you know being a puppet and having Sukuna basically take over his whole body. But I think once it kind of hit there for me, I was I was cool with it. And then you were kind of off and learning about more and more things, and that's where I, I was like, man, it gets kind of confusing the denseness of it because it introduces so many more characters. Mm-hmm. Each character has a specific technique where they manipulate the cursed energy in some ways, and they have their own kind of powers. And this is where, and I mean this in like a huge compliment. Like, there's no, this is on its own. Jujutsu is special, uh, stand on its own two feet. Mm-hmm. I find so many comparisons to Naruto in oh, this, yeah. though, that I find it like fascinating mm-hmm. that it works so well yeah. both ways. Yeah. You have like the school of sorcerers yeah. that are all classified mm-hmm. on different levels. They all have their own special techniques, mm-hmm. you know. So we basically have like, oh, this is a Jonin, this is a Chunin. Mm-hmm. Then you have like, oh, he's got the shadow style. Now yep. he's got this with cursed energy. Even the he characters kind of look alike. Yeah, a little you bit. Get the, you get the team of three. Team of three. Yeah. You get the leader that has white hair. Like, yeah. Why the fuck Kakashi looks exactly like Gojo, or Gojo looks exactly like Kakashi? Like, it makes no sense. And then we gotta fight over who looks better looking. Exactly. Oh, exhausting. Because I always <laughs> think, it, with the exception of, because even their personalities kind of match. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception of Nobara. That's my. That was my question. Yeah. Well, who do you think is that better? like teacher leader gojo or kakashi kakashi thank you yeah kakashi you. yeah because gojo's way too much of a dick i, I uh, it's I, really hard it's really really hard i i had discussed this earlier it's funny when you look at some flashback things with 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 gojo mm-hmm. and they get to that through little pieces in the season and especially with the movie zero 
where you see a younger him. And I understand the cockiness. I understand like his jokes, his humor mm-hmm. and how, you know, he plays himself. But I did as much as you absolutely love him and you worship the ground that he walks on. I got annoyed with him because I felt like there were situations where he put characters in danger or he himself yeah, he baits them. Yeah. yeah, he uses he uses people as bait. Or he himself could have done a better job at ending mm-hmm. something sooner or cleaner. But it was like his ego, his cockiness, his his just over reliance on himself that got uh, him screwed or a situation yeah. messed up. And that's how I feel. Kakashi is different. Is that he's insanely um, calculative mm-hmm. and like everything is about a battle plan for him. And mm-hmm. that his students are like his children in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after so much like loss and like everything hitting him so hard, yeah. he just tries everything he can to never lose like another person. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, hands down, I think he's a much better. Oh, absolutely. Leader. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like Kakashi. I feel like Akashi has his cocky moments. Yeah. But it's not like it's his personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like he uses the cockiness in battle to his own advantage mm-hmm. instead of Gojo just always being cocky, always being like that that guy. Like Cuz both characters are like the most famous yeah. in their world. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Gojo is afraid of him or respects him. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Kakashi. Every single time it was like a, you're following your mom in the grocery store. It was like, "Oh, the copy ninja." <laughs> He's like, "Yo, what up, my fan? You want a you want a signature?" You know what I mean? Like everybody's like, "Oh, shoot, dude, that's the copy ninja." Like they've yeah. never even fought him, but they're already just like, "Should we run?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Both got the white hair. I agree. And instead of instead of covering his eyes, they just cover his mouth. Just cover. Just like they, just one eye is they, covered. They just, he just yeah. pulled the 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 band like up to his eyes, and that's it. And, and that's, that's it. Gojo. And that's it. Is there? I always kind of. I never really found this answer completely. Is there a reason why Gojo always likes to wear glasses and band? It's because of the eyes. Know, because I, he's the only one that has them. Is it just a way to like not? A draw attention to yeah, that, on some Superman that power. Like, trying to like keep it away from people. Okay, because he's the only one that has it. He's yeah, like, he's like the rare kind of his like bloodline. Mm-hmm. So it's he's the last of the Gojos, mm-hmm. isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Oh, is it Gojos or the Satoros? I think it's. I think it is. Gojo. I thought it I was the, the Gojos. Gojos. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah, there's. <laughs> I, I can't get over that. There's so much. Um, it's kind of like how Attack on Titan develops. And you realize it's so much more than the initial plot. Because mm-hmm. my head was like, oh, cool. We're going to get, like, some volumes ahead. And it's going to be a whole arc about, like, collecting Sukuna's fingers mm-hmm. and having Yuji eat them and exercising demons and him learning. And yeah. then they do, like, two episodes of that. And then they're immediately like, boom, and they push that aside. <laughs> and you get so many, like, you know, political things. You get yeah. stuff with the school. You get stuff with different famous families. Mm-hmm. You get stuff with, like, techniques and who has it and who doesn't. You get these evil villain plans you get like this little evil akatsuki kind of squad yeah. of of curse of curses and cursed users that are kind of bending together and mm-hmm. they do a great job in this of layering in secrets real early yeah and just never letting you have them for like 30 oh, episodes yeah 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 because yeah. Yeah, from the jump you see villains and stuff that you're like i wonder what's going on with that and they don't give you anything mm-hmm. they let it like slowly develop and unroll and i think yeah. they it this series excels where others don't i agree in that respect have, i don't i know that i'm probably pushing the the story a little bit further into like the season but mm. there's a point when I don't know if you caught this, but it happened so quick that 
I think I noticed on my third time watching it, and it was the, it was the scene when you first see Gojo, do Hollow Purple, mm-hmm. and he does it. And he like creates that crater right through the middle and mm. takes uh takes out the the curse with a flower on the shoulder. Yeah. Okay. So before that, you know how they have the whole seal around that area where no one could go in. Mm-hmm. So when they're, I believe it was the principal or somebody else that were having a conversation and they do this random close up on Gojo's feet. <laughs> but like as he's walking like yeah. in front of them and you notice and it's it's it dude if you miss it if like if you don't notice you'll miss it but it's it's a point where cuz I was like why the fuck are they doing a close up on Gojo's feet? Like what kind of kink are we doing? Yeah. And then when you notice that he was walking on top of a pile of ants. Oh. And when he passes through, the ants are still going through it like it's nothing. So mm. he doesn't kill any of the ants. Imp- like, implying that he always has his infinity on. Yep. That yep. It's always on, no matter what. As long as he's up, he has it on. Yeah, I don't mean to, like, bad talk uh, Gojo, because there are a lot of instances where they show you that, like, he really cares for... Yeah. Not just the sorcerers that are with him, but like humanity mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them, especially Yuji, have a lot of heart mm-hmm. for trying to protect and you know do a good job of, of being a sorcerer, which is an incredibly difficult job. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my things. That uh, there's a lot of animes that people are like, I'd love to live in there. Mm-hmm. I'd love to jump in there. Like I could go to this. I could live in that. Mm-hmm. No Attack on Titan. Ain't nobody want to go there. No. No, no, hell no. no. That's a horrible anime to jump into. No, but this you. is another one I would not. Yeah, being a jujitsu sorcerer is a horrible effing job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's basically full of kind of like misfits and outcasts. Mm-hmm. You just got to be like the weirdest of the weird, or just like we got issues. Yeah, their lives are totally like expendable. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them do not care for bloodshed, killing and having innocence get in the way yeah there are obviously exceptions who people you know uh like we said itadori and gojo and right the principal things like that like and there are some that are just straight savages yeah, yeah um yeah. it seems that this is why i compared it to naruto where they were kind of sending them out on ranked missions that that match them mm-hmm. and the same thing with demon slayer which i found interesting too mm-hmm. same kind of categorization you're this rank you're that rank uh-huh. you know you have freaking special cursed number one and then you have like Hashida kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. but i felt like in those instances they sent them out on missions that were like they could handle yeah and if something was kind of bigger it shut down this it seems like every time they go on a mission they were like well we're wrong we were wrong about what was here you're fucked like get out of there every time everyone's dead (laughs) a frog came out of a wall that had five faces and sucked him into oblivion you know what i'm saying it always ends up being so much more massive than what they expected. that's why i was just like i'm kind of mad because every time they're like yeah let's send like these new refreshment and then they're like well they all got murdered yeah and then it's just like well send in another guy right even even on the i think they even show it in the in the movie when they sent out um in the first mission when they sent out yuta and mm-hmm. maki on the same mission and yuta and yuta goes into the domain trying to figure out what the fuck is going on yeah and he gets fucking terrified <laughs> then maki takes over and when maki takes over she got both of them got eaten yep 
and they were like both chilling in the stomach like what the fuck are we gonna do now like <laughs> yeah, you got something to eat that's what i'm saying it's it's like a world you never want to be in because it just seems that like you're never matched up with something that's like it'll be a little challenging mm-hmm. but i but i got this you know let me take right. off my weights like like rock lee like i can do this yeah no it's like the most terrifying thing you've ever seen that has no face two penises and a and a fist is just like yeah you're about to get knocked out boy yeah. about and you're like does he butt. have trees for pupils <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fudge is that and you're just waiting for someone who has more talent than you to like show up as backup and they're like oh, i was late i feel like they i feel like they do it because they have gojo yeah they're like oh yeah it doesn't matter we'll just send whoever because regardless yeah. we have gojo yeah like, okay we'll we'll just take care of the rest. he can die it, <laughs> it's okay um what i didn't like from this first season i had no interest at all in the exchange event in the what the exchange event which one was that one they they have a there's a whole arc here that's um it's like a goodwill uh practice event that they have with a sister school in Kyoto uh-huh, that uh-huh. comes over and has all their warriors and they have to do like a whole game thing and it's uh-huh. about you know you know fair play and that's when they strengthening up your skills is that when they find out that he's alive is that the same the same arc when they find out that Yuji's alive the still alive yes yeah because okay, okay. Yuji comes well Yuji was actually still alive and after he, they thought he got killed, and he just basically surprises them, and then they're just like, "What the French toast?" That surprise was so funny. Because that's what I would do. Yeah, I've thought about this multiple times. <laughs> Hear me out on this one. <laughs> I've always thought like if I was in a crazy like car accident or something funny, and you got into like you're in the hospital bed and people were waiting forever for you to wake up, mm-hmm. I have thought long and hard about what the first thing I said is because mm-hmm. it's gonna be a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, it's gotta be a banger. Yeah, like yeah. I've been in this coma for like six weeks. <laughs> when I open my eyes and then someone is standing there in like a chair, I'm gonna say the funniest shit you've ever heard. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, what do I say? You gotta come up with something like right there on the spot. And be like, do like um. I figured it would just scary movie and be like, Kobe? yeah. <laughs> it's so cold <laughs> when you're you? dead. <laughs> <laughs> or something like, oh yeah, give me a Newport, give me a cigarette. <laughs> You know what I mean? And that's how I feel. That's why I love when he was just like, hey, everyone, I'm alive. And Gojo's just like, look, there he is. <laughs> look at him. He's alive. But look everyone's at him. like, the fuck, <laughs> bro? We thought you were dead, too. Dude. Um, but you do get a lot. And again, that's what threw me for a loop is uh-huh. then I had to learn 10 more names because the sister school has 50 more characters, uh-huh. including a robot. Yo, Mekamaru was fire. insane addition. Mekamaru is great. He's a robot. But it's being controlled by a, a by an actual human yeah. that has like paper bones and glass skin. Yeah, and he lives in a tub full of wires. Yeah, he's and like it's, he's it's, it's one crazy. he's one sneeze away from dying. <laughs> That's the way that I say it. He's one sneeze from dying. And then you also have Panda, Panda, which is like random as hell. Even though it's not from another school, it's still from the it's still from the main. But you're like. Oh, look at all these people mm-hmm. and a panda. And no, and they do not explain it for a while. Yeah. If you yeah. read it, it's like two volumes. If you watch it, it's like ten episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you just accept that there's a panda and he uses these uh these attacks and he's Dude. super strong. Lovely addition. Panda's so funny. You gotta cool. love when you got like a human animal sidekick character Absolutely. who actually kicks a lot of ass. Yeah. Oh, and then uh Utame or whatever. 
What's his face? The cursed speech user. Oh, Inomaki? Love him. I love Inomaki. Love him so much. Price bolts. His uh, ability Yo. is that he's able to basically use cursed speech. So he could say something like, trip over that table, and you're going down. Yeah, you're going down. So he zips like, up. Fall. Uh, yeah, he's like, straight, go to the fucking floor. <laughs> to the window. <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> when he Dude. would say, make these bitches crawl, they'd be Yo. crawling. <laughs> But uh, he keeps his mouth kind of zipped up in a really kind of cool Shino-esque uh, outfit yeah. with, like, the high collar. And yeah. to avoid kind of – because not only does it hurt other people when he uses his commands, it also hurts him, right. which is it's really cool. So he'd be keeping, like, uh, like cough spray on him. Yeah, because it um, fucks up with his um, with his throat. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. basically just says ingredients for, like, onigiri and rice mm-hmm. balls so that he doesn't have to really hurt yeah. anyone and I, it's... I love the dedication of the juju fans because they made a vocabulary out of it have you seen that I, no but i was gonna say it's yeah. like Groot. because yeah, at one yeah. point they're like yeah you're right we shouldn't go into that dark yeah. hole and i'm just like how the f- do these it's motherfuckers like he just said salmon. he just said salmon roll and shishi <laughs> <laughs> like how though do y'all understand him yeah shout out to all the fans for like really creating yes. a vocabulary around that because there's like a whole like like a proper way to understanding all of Inomaki's like recipes and understanding it. like the words of what he's saying. Yeah. That's in the because everybody every show now show and movie has a cookbook. I'm gonna find oh. the Jujutsu cookbook and oh, I bet shit. you it's probably got his like rice balls in there <laughs> balls. and we gonna be cooking. But overall, I didn't like that at first. That whole exchange thing is it reminding me of like the tune-in exams, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking back to when Naruto did like 40 episodes because it yeah. just was milking it, and I was like I don't like this. But then when it gets interrupted. And becomes under attack. I was like, I, right, I'll sit up in my chair now because all these villains come in here. Yeah, I think that was probably my my favorite part of the whole season. Outside of seeing Gojo's uh, domain, domain. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think the once they open up, once they do that um that barrier around mm-hmm. close to the school and all like Mahito Ghetto, um, I forget uh, Jogo. Well, no, Jogo doesn't show up. It's the other one, the the one with the flower on the shoulder. I forgot the name of that one. I cannot remember. But that one, whenever we'll they call show him Blossom, up, it's just so Be the fire. prettiest plant at the party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we also have to mention that I think one of my one of my favorite characters ends up showing up in this, which is Toto. Hmm. And Toto, and you kind of get to see the level. I feel like it's it's when you bring in that other class and the other teachers where you start to see in which category and level yeah. each character is in, and you get to see how strong some of these people are. Yeah, and yeah. It's super, super. Cool. I feel like every two episodes, it's like, oh, who's that? It's like mm-hmm. Mean Girls. You're like, ooh, that's what's his face. <laughs> they're a curse level special number one double quadruple star, <laughs> and they're just like filth like they look at everyone around them like oh so this is the pity excuse for for, for sorcerers we have and you're looking at some good sorcerers mm-hmm. but then you're looking at him and you're just like nah that man got gold-plated lemon right. pepper steppers like right. he's going right over y'all <laughs> you know but you're like but we got gojo yeah but we have gojo so that's that's always the emergency exit plan um before the uh the exchange event my one of my favorite things about the whole first season movie time with Eugene. Oh, yeah, when he starts watching all the movies. Yes, because as part of his training to kind of, like, help uh, help channel curse energy and, and you know, build up that, that strength in him, um, he's given a cursed 
uh, a cursed object or it's like almost like a puppet. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's like it's a bear. Yeah, with fucking uh, boxing gloves, which is hilarious. Yeah, and every time he kind of breaks concentration and, and doesn't put cursed energy into it, it punches the shiz out of yeah. him. So he has to like fully concentrate, no matter the emotions that he's like going yeah. through. He has to transfer that uh, energy over to the bear. And they like they like hint and show you clips of what he's watching. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing is he's watching. The first Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, when Sam's trying to get into the boat with Frodo, and then he's just like, "You're not going there without me," but you know what it is, even though they're not like they're they not got no they got no copyright. Yeah, they copyright. And I'm just like, "Damn, bro, I don't know if I don't know if I could do it. That bear would knock me out. I'd be crying, man." They're like, "Don't do it, Mister Frodo." <laughs> I feel like it's also cool because you get to see. A lot more of the DVDs that are like on the table. Yeah, the, like Dark, the Dark Knight. Knight. Oh, oh, the Dark Knight crazy. one was got me. I was like, I have that DVD. You know, you're oh. a freaking nerd when you know the cover art yeah, 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 for the yeah. Dark Knight Blu-ray is the Joker yeah, like yeah. standing there in the fire, like right on the street. Yeah, <laughs> at the angle. <laughs> yeah, at the angle. That that brings me to one of the things we were talking about before, which is like, I love the up-to-date pulp culture references. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of references to other manga and anime. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. just, like, movies and TV. There's a bunch of them in there. You can tell yeah. it's, like, a true um, modern-day, like, story. Obviously, it's set in 2018. But, like, the use of cell phones. They actually true. make heavy use of cell phones to communicate throughout, like, the series. You know, in and out of, like, the barriers that get created. Mm-hmm. And I was just like... You don't really see that much. It's funny because I, I, I don't think I ever, like, noticed that. Now that you mentioned it, lot. it's like there is a lot. Yeah. Everyone has, like, some type of fucking Because there's so many uh, there's so many other shows that it's just like, well, that's set in Viking period. Right. That's a ninja clan. Mm-hmm. They don't even, so they they don't even have, have a car. Like yeah, you stop thinking about it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, man, they're using cell phones in this. Yeah. I was like, well, it is, like, modern day. But, mm-hmm. like. They're actually using them a lot more. I guess you get weirded out because they're doing stuff that's so like magical and crazy yeah. that you don't think like. Then when they Let do me something w- normal, <laughs> hit me no. on my next tail yeah. chirp. When you hear that, <laughs> <laughs> mean Gojo got some work. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't really think about it, but that was a, a great scene. Battles. Oof. What's your favorite or what, what you got for battles? Like what stuck out to you? Because there's a couple of great. We'll talk a lot about the 80 that were in season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. what you got for this one? For this one? Mm-hmm. I think, well, the first one that always stands out is uh, Gojo against Jogo. I hate Getting his head ripped off. So I think, that, yeah, this is the episode. I've said this his before. Head, his fucking head ripped off is so great. It's so satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said it before that Jogo to me looks like Squidward in the episode where they were superheroes and he was like the, the volcano head guy. <laughs> I never saw it any differently. And every time he's on screen, I'm like, I hate that motherfucker. I can't wait to. It was like me watching uh, Sakura and Granny fight the puppet guy, Sasori. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like 40 episodes. And when they finally got him, I was like, yeah, bitch ass. Like, I was waiting to knock, like, I was about, like, ready to knock out the TV. I was, I was just, was like, kill this motherfucker. And then he keeps living. He's like Starscream. Mm-hmm. Jogo keeps going. <laughs> that's but that's funny. a insanely, the visuals for yeah. that. Yeah, I think that one, that one is one of them. But I think my favorite, I think visually speaking, that's my favorite. But my favorite that's fight when, overall. That's what Gojo does his domain. Yeah, like you get to see the first of it. Yeah, no, it's a just taste, insane. A it's taste insane. of it. Yeah. I think it's there's so much about that fight that just puts so much of Juju on the line. Like seeing Gojo do his domain. And, and the, the funniest part of that whole entire fight is seeing Gojo go get Yuji 
in and the come middle back of the fight. Mid fight, dude. Mid fight. He goes out and he's like, Yo, are you done with your movies? Cause we got we we fighting over here. And he's like, uh, I guess. And the next thing you know, they're there. Yeah. It's like it's nothing. And then Yuji's like, Where are we? What are we doing? And go just like just sit sit back and watch. Sit back and watch. <laughs> That's it. And then you see the most disgusting massacre of a fucking curse that you've seen in the whole entire season. However, even though that fight is really, really cool, it was fairly short because, you know, it's Gojo. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, fight, fight, damn. It's t- definitely three. So it's definitely Gojo, Gojo and Drogo, Sukuno and Megumi. Mm-hmm. That fight when they're, like, uh, when, um, well, I saw it in English. So he says, um, let's expand from here. Let's go, kind of like, let's fight outside. I need more of a... I need more space to fight. And then Sukuna starts sending Megami from across town through the whole, the whole entire thing. That fight was cool. And then um, probably my favorite, just because it's my favorite character in the season, in the show, it's seeing Yuji and Toto go at it against the curse with a fucking flower on his shoulder. When they're awesome. just clapping, pop, pop, yeah. pop, going back and forth. And you kind of see the like that brotherly, like, fighting sequence oh, it's so fucking cool it's so cool <laughs> they're so he reminds me of like uh an amalgamation of so many different like big muscle bound mm-hmm, mm-hmm. characters like there's a couple from like demon slayer he reminds me of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um armstrong from not armstrong yeah what's his face from uh full metal oh uh he got the little curl on top of his head, the blonde yeah. guy. I thought it was. I can't remember if it was Armstrong or not right I now. Forgot his name. I, I only. I, I remember his name, his original name. I don't mm-hmm. remember the one where he like ends up transforming. It reminds me of them so much, and it's so funny to see him so uncomfortable with him, mm-hmm. but they kick so much ass together. I forgot. Um, so much fun. Magumi uh, Fushiguro, like I wasn't really interested in him at first, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to see as the season wears on, like how central of a figure he becomes. Yeah. That he's actually like kind of sought after by Sukuna, mm-hmm. that he grows so much, learns so much more about his technique. Mm-hmm. He keeps unveiling things you didn't know he had. Like mm-hmm. he's a badass like sorcerer. Yeah, and I feel like it's a great uh, like brother figure for Yuji. Yeah, for him to look at him and be like, Shit, I gotta tighten up. Yeah, I gotta yeah. get even stronger. I gotta keep trying. I gotta like keep going. Absolutely. Um, it makes me it makes me love Megumi at least in the season because yeah, it, it really makes me. See, and this is one of the things that I that I fell in love with Jujutsu guys in the beginning was that Itadori isn't the main character. Facts, and I love that that they're like he they introduce him as the main character, but then throughout the story you realize that the story isn't around him. Yeah, the only reason why he's around is because they're using him as a vessel. I was just saying like, that's it. yeah, like we were talking about the other day. Yeah, they mm-hmm. got to utilize him to teach you about the jujitsu world right and then when you were in it enough human factor in the series yeah everyone is able to use powers everyone is able to like exercise something in some way shape or form and technique and yuji is just like i'm just here i'm just trying to do my thing (laughs) hey how you doing ferris bueller (laughs) hey how you doing once you get enough it goes yeah and then i like it because it's just about the jujitsu sorcerers like as a whole yeah it doesn't have to always be like i'm going back to him Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna chill and do this. Yeah, stick to the side a little yeah. bit. I, yeah, it reminds I me of like a Naruto Shippuden thing where like when they got to that second level, it was much more about like the village as a whole mm-hmm. against like all these threats, and it wasn't just entirely solo Naruto. Yeah, like the entire time. A lot of shows get like that though. They kind of 
grow legs and then they realize man a lot of people want to know about these characters absolutely and i feel like that's uh, that's uh that's a reason why i like my hero because they give you they're like here's deku in the first couple of episodes and then mm-hmm. whenever they get to the school it's like the whole class is yeah. it's the main character <laughs> 30 in the series yeah yeah i'm telling you for it's, this it's really really cool for this we could we could do a couple podcasts for sure mm-hmm. but we could do a class yeah. like this shit could be like a college course mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. learn about oh we're gonna learn about all the curse techniques mm-hmm. then we're gonna learn about each individual family and the mm-hmm. f- uh, famous techniques they pass down that are mm-hmm. all secrets then we're gonna learn about these sorcerers then we're gonna learn about these 2,000 year old sorcerers then yeah. we're gonna learn about domains then we're gonna learn about simple domains <laughs> they, they're doing this shit in college to figure out how they do this that, and that I got mad respect to to Akutami because that's a lot of that's a lot of paper it is a lot of paper. He was it's a lot of research. It's a lot of like trying yeah. to figure out what the fuck like makes sense to like properly put it in the in the story. It's interesting. Like it's I feel be. like it'd break my brain trying to make sense to it myself if I was the one writing it. Yeah. You know, it's like you ever seen Christopher Nolan's mapped out plot for Inception? No. It's no. on a big ass paper and it's just like eighteen lines <laughs> in a grid going this way and layered that way to figure out who's who, who's the dream, who's constructing it, mm-hmm. who's waking up in it, mm-hmm. who slipped on a puddle. That's crazy. that's the level I feel <laughs> that he had to do for this was yeah. he had to sit there and be like, first I'm gonna do a plot characters make it good yeah then i'm gonna be like mm, science <laughs> <laughs> fucking bill and i can't even Business unravel this right bitch there. that's crazy you know yeah. what i'm saying it's true it's true oh all right so side question for you talk to me uh to in order to you know the whole series began when yuji ate sukuna's finger right which is mad wild right but what is something like that in real life that you feel like comparison wise like some sort of nasty ass food thing like what that like, you'd have to eat in order and be like, yeah, I could try to eat twenty of those to defeat this evil that's demon crazy. thing. You know how people would be eating like cockroaches dipped yeah, in like chocolate. No, I can't. Dude, the thing is like I'm super like They didn't even have no bev. No bev. Every t- <laughs> every time he eats no it, bev. it should be first illegal. of all, it's got like a clicker clacker. It's got like a nine inch nail on it. Dude, yeah, it's the, huge. While the finger is also like ten to yeah. pause it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's like eating a whole fist yeah and yeah. then he's just like no bev yeah. and i'm just like what the f-? just dry gone. and it got me thinking about uh, fucking fear factor and and it, do, it honestly that's what it is they're putting thinking about the joe the rogan <laughs> they got joe every single time yuji has to like, yeah. eat a finger joe rogan appears yeah just, it says so today on fear factor <laughs> <laughs> and he was 500 pounds smaller like he wasn't jacked like he is Back. now for the freaking cage wrestling and he has hair, and he has yeah, hair. He hair that's yeah. how i feel is i'm just like what would that be for like, like what, what's the life? equivalent of real life like if so you had to be like yeah you gotta eat 20 of these in order to defeat this and someone's just like pass because i was thinking like scorpions you see ever see someone eat a scorpion that's fucking terrifying to me the thing is like these are things that are still in certain regions around the world are considered edible things Mm -hmm. or like a snack in some in some way like crickets the problem with me this is me personally (laughs) it's that i have and i hope no one takes this as an offense but i call my like my palate when it comes to food Mm. very autistic Mm. so if it's some weird fucking texture, I am not even getting close <laughs> to it, dog. So if it ain't chicken, if it ain't rice, I ain't having yeah. it. <laughs> like, I'm not going. You got rice and beans, that's it. Yeah, no, dude. Like it's that's the only thing. So I have no idea what it will be like the equivalent. Because even then, 
like you can still equivalent to like a real finger. Mm-hmm. Oh, or oh oh, what about um like a uh, what are those called like the animal the who? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, imagine you have to eat 20 of them bitches. No, no. Yo, you gotta eat a crusty ass hoof no, from a dude. goat that's been climbing a mountain. Nasty. It's got maggots in there. Nasty. Oh dude. my I'm good. gosh. I'm good. And you know what's the worst part about uh, Sukuna's finger? Yeah. Is that if you, I don't know if 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 you've done if you've seen it up close, like if you like done a, like a close up of the finger, not only it looks wrinkly. But it looks like, like it has faces. Like, like it has warts. Yeah, like it has yeah. faces inside that's, of it. That's nasty. It's nasty. It's like no, red. dude, I'm good. You know what his Sukuna's finger looks like? It looks like one of those, when you used to like pretend to dress up as a witch at like Party City. It looks like one of those clear plastic <laughs> yes. witch fingers with the yes. red nail that you put over. Yeah. Or a bugle. <laughs> it's a bugle. <laughs> Yo, he, you must eat these twenty bugles. They got black licorice fucking yeah. bugles. Oh. That's what. Uh. <laughs> Black licorice. Yo, talking about those fingers, did you did you ever see that? I think, I don't know if it was here in the U.S. or in Japan, but they had snacks at the movie theaters when Stop. the volume zero was out. Of the fingers? And the gummy, there were gummies. Oh, the oh, gummies. It was, yeah, it was like gum. it was like pretty much like gummy bear, but it was all like fingers. It was That's all so finger funny. gummies. And you get 10 of them. That's wild. So cool, dude. Hey, give me your 10. I want to eat 20 and throw up. (laughs) You know, Itadori Itadori would be, like, screwed if he was a chicken finger and and french fry guy. Yeah. Because everyone knows that person or is that person that is just like, hey, we're going to the sushi place. Chicken fingers and fries. fries. Absolutely. And I'm going straight to the kids' menu. Straight to the kids' (laughs) menu. Let me get a grilled cheese and a ketchup. Because if they have have smiley fries, it's over. Oh, my gosh. I'm going for smiley fries. Yeah, Yeah, we would be screwed. (laughs) Yeah, we don't. Yuji would seconds. be somebody who's just like, nah, I can't. What do you think? What do you think would be the, like, your equivalent to that here right now? Like something like, gross yeah. like that? Would you say like the scorpion oh shit? Oh my god! I, I, what I if it's what if it's chocolate covered? Choc- I just don't like the idea of eating an animal that was venomous or at one point venomous. You know, okay, because they'd be like, "Oh, here's a scorpion." They didn't even cut the tail off. I'm like, "Is that where the venom is? No, or is it elsewhere? Dead. This is dead." But I don't. It's scary. What about a frog? What a frog legs? I will not fucking touch a frog. I do not. <sighs> no frog I don't legs? mess with a frog. Nah. They're like, yo, you got to get 20 frog, frog legs. Because frog. you 20 never frog know legs. when it's going to jump. But it's no, old, it's no nah. frog. It's a frog leg. I, that shit could still be. It still moves when no, it's dead. No, it doesn't. It'd be nah, twitching. No, it doesn't. The only frog I like is the one that goes, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the only, only frog. frog. That I fuck with is Kermit. Yeah, that's okay? right. <laughs> Hi-ho. Kermit the Frog here. You gotta suck down these 20 Sukuna fingers in order to defeat the demon. Dude, imagine fucking Kermit the Frog as Sukuna. That would be insane. <laughs> Domain expansion. <laughs> Kitchen nightmare. <laughs> he just sum- It's just a summons of like 40 Gordon Ramsays and they all just fucking make fun of you. It's the... the- the auto hit is just him hitting you with a rose. Pig, sloppy, mama's boy, broke looking ass. It's a, it's a <laughs> domain fucking, expansion. Dude, he goes, it's it's fucking Kermit the Frog. He does his domain expansion, and then Miss Piggy comes out like Mahoraga. <laughs> <laughs> like, she she's, the, like, she's the final boss. <laughs> Unbeatable, dude, insane. Kermit, yeah, <laughs> just slapped. Dang. He just you gotta eat Dude. Gonzo's nose. Oh my god! There's twenty of Ooh, Gonzo nose. Nice. Yo, ima- 
Are we doing JJK the Muppets version <laughs> right now? Because I'm willing. Uh, dude, let's fucking go. I've been writing for 20 minutes. <laughs> take notes, take I notes, got a take whole notes. script right now. <laughs> it involves Sesame Street, too. <laughs> cookie Monster's got a fucking reverse curse cookie. <laughs> he turns his enemies into cookies and just chows cookie down. Monster is, cookie Monster's definitely Jogo. Oh, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> he's a beast. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> back on track. Oh my god! But anyways, yeah, the, back, I, I need I need in the future if somebody's gonna eat a finger, I need them to eat it with a bev because it I'm just gonna, I'm gonna it shocks to, me so I'm much. I'm gonna try to do that drawing now. I can't unthink it. Like, the Kermit, Kermit with the with the tattoo markings yeah, on yeah, his yeah, face but it's and like an extra eye. It's gonna Yo, be him on the stop. throne. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah get yeah, it? Because yeah. then we're gonna post it and we're gonna <laughs> challenge somebody to get it as a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please let me. Someone please. It needs to be a tattoo. Oh that my goodness funny. gracious! So wait, so we got we went through Yuji's arc, the exchange arc, um, and then we got to the point of that fight with like Toto and all of them. We see Gojo do his uh, well throughout the season. We get to see Gojo do three different techniques, uh, I believe, or they or it's only two because he does red. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he well, does blue. You learn about Black Flash, I think, maybe even yeah, just you, briefly, but yeah, you don't you throw, get it till later. Yeah, they throw it yeah. in there because that's technically what Yuji ends up having to like learn to defend himself. Yeah, Yuji <sighs> learns about um, basically hitting a enemy with a punch, but having he ends up having a special ability to basically have like an aftershock. Yeah, that after they're punched, a much harder second punch with like a time delay uh-huh. just blows them out the water. Yeah, but their ending fight with the death wound paintings confused the hell out of me. First of all, the name, it's like three names at once. Wait, so which one? Which death one? wound paintings. Which you basically one? end up learning that. Uh, I don't know the name of the artist. A so long time ago. There was a woman with a special genetic makeup that gave birth to like a half cursed, half human. And then there was this evil, evil ass sorcerer, uh, Norotoshi, okay. who experimented with her to produce like nine babies that mm-hmm. were like all um, ended up being what they call like these cursed womb paintings. Uh-huh. And they're basically like humanoid curses. They're like in the shape of a little fetus. And then once they're kind of, like, ingested by a human, that human becomes, like, a half-curse, half-human. So, like, okay. Chozo with the blood manipulation. Okay. And his two brothers that he calls brothers, actually, right. they're they're stolen out of, you know, lockup at Jujutsu. Right. And then unleashed. Okay. And then and they end up kind of uh, – the two brothers are who Yuji has to fight. Mm-hmm. And – I was so confused because I was like, wait, what? Something painting? I feel like it comes at you a little (laughs) fast. And it's not until later that in the second season we actually get to learn a little bit more about it. Yeah. Because there's there's just so much from cursed tools to cursed users to curses. But then there are curses like um, Volcano Head there and Blossom that are curses that have been around so long. They've actually gained the ability to have like consciousness and minds and they're mm-hmm. able to speak english and mm-hmm. go out and eat a bowl of rice yeah um that one that one um that one curse that they end up fighting between yuji and uh mm-hmm. nobara at the end yeah the one that has like the two it's like two different faces or some yeah, shit creepy weird creepy i'm kind of glad that they finished them off in the first season because i'm like i don't want to see this shit <laughs> in the next season nobara ended up being my favorite for a while because 
um, she has my 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 little anime award for like best weapon. Yeah. For this whole first season, which is just a freaking hammer uh-huh. that she throws cursed energy into the nails and just starts like just going to town on the them. nails are lit. Dude. That was the crazy. The nails are kind of cool. I was like, I've I've like hammered nails into something dead on and got and missed. And this girl is just throwing him in the air and just hitting him like she's Tiger Woods. Dude, yeah. Like, don't miss level. Her um, her power is really interesting compared mm-hmm. to everybody else. I feel like she definitely has really good range, which mm-hmm. is cool. Compared to everybody else, it has to be more up close and personal. More like so, fist fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it, it brings the, the team well more balanced. And mm-hmm. it's, it's cool. That's why I like the, the whole kind of, yeah, team up kind of mission thing is that, like, you got to give them a little flavor like right. you need someone who's able to do this you need like a strategist and mm-hmm. then you need someone who's just a muscle yeah yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Go and F them up. absolutely so i have to ask you since you asked me what's your favorite fights uh, of the season or fight fights whatever it, definitely when gojo is basically just baiting sukuna in yuji's body okay it's not really even a fight he's just like yes. a poodle yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. i just i think that you hear so much about Gojo because he's so infamous and he's so strong and everything that I like that they don't immediately show you like this is how crazy he is. Mm-hmm. You get like glimpses of them. Yeah, you get a taste. But all he's doing is like nothing but playing around. Yeah. And then every time you get a new one with him, you sit up because you're like, oh, we getting something. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it it's, it progressively gets bigger and bigger mm-hmm. throughout here through season two. And, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just like every time you see him, it gets it gets crazier. Absolutely. Um, and then, so that one. Do you have any other ones that you like? Or is just that one's like the one, the highlight one of the season. Um, I like everything with Yuji, which sounds really like basic, but mm-hmm. I just like him as a character that he has this like don't quit attitude, mm-hmm. and he just gets his shit rocked, <laughs> and he just comes back and just keeps throwing a harder and harder punch. Yeah, I, I I like his motivation because he seems to have a different motivation from a lot of the other sorcerers, mm-hmm. who I feel sometimes have that like, I don't care if I die, mm-hmm. and I don't care if everyone else dies attitude. Mm-hmm. And you know, Yuji has that where he's like, well, for a situation like this, I'll gladly lay my life down. Yeah. but I feel like he has a little bit more warmth. And that kind of uh, is infectious to the other characters. Fair. So anything with him, I love it. Because sometimes you just want to see someone just get knocked the fudge out. True. Well, true. star. You know that I almost <laughs> forgot that um, you, because you you said that you like um, all of Yuji's pretty much like their his battles, mm-hmm. and I forgot that in season one we get Mahito versus Yuji and and <laughs> Nanami when they're both going against Mahito. And Mahito's a he's so annoying but he's so powerful that like no matter what you do to him he's still standing yeah just hate his face yeah yeah, yeah. scarecrow looking it's funny because at least in season one you don't hate him as much you just like oh yeah he's annoying yeah and then it comes to season two and you're like seething oh my god a a fomenting loathing (laughs) other adjectives i'll need the source for Uh, but yeah that's pretty much it for um Season one, honestly, if we go any further at all, we'll be killing a lot of two. So I think we'll we'll pretty much kind of leave it there. Oh, before, we so well, we still need we to. Go, we got to talk about the movie before we go too. Yeah, we got to talk about the movie. We got to talk well. about the movie uh, before I forget. Then yeah, 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 best drip. Oh, Gojo, what are you talking okay. about? There's no question about no, it. I got a different one though. Oh I knew shit! It. I feel like the go-to is Gojo, bro. He got the he got the blindfold. He got the yeah. glasses. Yeah, he got yeah, the yeah. Swag. I say Yuji though. I love that. 
you get to kind of like that everyone has the school outfit mm -hmm. it's like all black you get the button whatever mm -hmm. but i love that um gojo specifically picked out mm -hmm. his school uniform for him mm -hmm. and gave him like the red the red bottoms yeah, yeah, yeah. he got the red the, hoodie gave him the red hoodie there's something about that black on red that mm -hmm. looks real cool mm -hmm. and it just it gives him this like swag yeah. style when he fights like he looks really cool while he's doing it kind of like a Miles Morales a little, a little yeah, thing, you know yeah, 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 yeah. That, like he looked good even though he's scrapping yeah, yeah, yeah. and I like it so much that's I, fair you can give it to Gojo all day every day but I'm gonna put a yeah. little baby and even, even to the side. Um, I think even Yuji's uh, first outfit when he was in school his outfit was pretty cool yeah yeah I think it was like the over like the jacket over the t-shirt with the shorts and the tee and the he got the black fade with the pert with the pink hair <laughs> Ain't, yeah, nobody, hair is fucking ain't cool. nobody do it like him. You know that I tried to imitate that once and it did not went. <laughs> it did not. It did not go well. What, I tried. It, to, I did like. Was strawberry. it like a quick die? Like it would no, disappear no, no. over the weekend? No, no. Or you like you really I went, went for it, Stop. dude? And when did that happen? This happened. This happened soon after season one ended. I'm so sad. I and I want. I have. Uh, did I tell you about my the, the scene that I had for like long ass hair like when I had Stop. really long yeah. I remember your hair was long though yeah I was long as shit and then yeah. it, before I let it like grow grow yeah be, uh, there was when I cut it the first time when I was like super long I cut it fairly short yeah where I still had long hair on top and then Rebecca and I went and like dyed it. Oh man! And at first, I had to bleach it like a motherfucker yeah, because our hair is yeah, you because the, my hair is dark you as get shit. That dark yeah, and hair. I need I needed that strawberry fucking pink on top. You of gotta my go fucking. blonde first, dog. You just killed your hair. Let me tell you, <laughs> I will never dye my hair again. I think my hair felt like a dirty mop for like it's just crunchy weeks. Where it was. It just felt weird. It felt like I'm like every time I touched it, I was like, "This is not the texture that my hair should be." Like a like, broom at the Dollar Tree. It, yeah, dude. It was fucking weird. And then after a while, I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna chop this shit off." And then I chopped it off, and then I grew my hair back again. And I never dyed my hair dude, again. Dude, you wanted Yuji? You came out like Ramona. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the Ramona shit is crazy. There's no way a girl oh, will color God. her hair that often and have her hair be that luxurious. Yeah, no, that shit would have fallen. That's some straight that manga fallen comic stuff. Two weeks in. Dude. Yeah, she would have been bald. Yeah, no. Scott would have been like, can I get you a hat? I understand if she was like, kind of like dyeing the same color. Yeah. But yeah. she was like fully dyeing it a whole different color. Meaning she would have to strip out the fucking color original the original and they're one. not even subtle it's like yeah. bright pink bright purple <laughs> yeah scott's just gonna figure out that she got a weave yeah, yeah, yeah. that she got a whole she ass a wig just a whole closet of wigs yeah he's <laughs> like nani <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure that one out that's funny uh it brings us into the movie sorry i almost actually skipped the whole damn thing the movie zero which is actually a prequel yeah i found yeah. very very cool Dude, I, I fucking loved, loved, this movie. loved being able to learn more about young gojo um, previous sorcerers that we've never seen that come in later mm -hmm. for like season two and mm -hmm. beyond and stuff. Um, you want to give them a rundown on the movie? Do you remember? It yeah, I remember a little bit of the movie. I remember um, the the thing that I love the most about the movie is that we get introduced to this new character who is technically, in my opinion, the main character of it's the not story. My, it's not my favorite. It's not your favorite. No, now is. My oh, favorite. now he's your favorite. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's yeah, best. he's. He's gangsters. His name is Utah. Utah. We get Utah. We get the story of Utah who um, went through some tragedies um, when he was younger with his friend uh, Rika. When they were little, Utah kind of like promised 
Rika that they were gonna get married. Yeah, he gave mm-hmm. her like a ring pop. Yeah, a little ring was pop. Like, you my boo. That's so funny. My um, uh, my, <laughs> my boo. And then uh, she died. Yeah. Sorry. R.I.P. Yeah. Rest in peace. She the died. It's homicide. Um, she gets branded over by a car, and then she dies right in front of Utah. And then like her curse spirit in a way kind of like drags out and decides to stay with Utah and kind of haunts him for a really long time. And then we get to see a little bit of what Rika's power is able. Yeah. What able, what she's able to do and Utah has no control over it. Um, and it takes, um, I don't remind me of it, but I, I don't remember how he ends up in Gojo's hands. They eventually, spoiler-wise, obviously, we're way into this. Eventually, uh, Yuta learns that he was the one who actually cursed her. Right, right. It's like cool. That's, that's kind of how the movie yeah. ends. Yeah, he was yeah. able to set her free. But then in doing so, he was able to actually keep the curse, mm-hmm. set Rika free. And then every time he uses, like, that wedding ring mm-hmm. that they promise each other, yeah. he's able to actually, like get help from her yeah you know jump in like a capcom marvel game yeah um it's like a du- I, it's I double team dude getting double teamed it's insane because utah already is a really good fighter mm-hmm. really good fighter really good swordsman and a great jujutsu sorcerer with an ex- ridiculous power alone and this is without rika and then rika comes in like a fucking juggernaut dude <laughs> insane amount of power well Gojo's kind of like the the like the recruiter for like the high school I swear yeah, yeah he's yeah. just kind of coming around like alright who's tall you're gonna be on the basketball yeah, team for you real. know what I mean yep, have yeah, you ever yeah. thrown a football before throw this it looks good <laughs> come join in an alliance where we fight things that are scary as fuck and you'll probably die tomorrow hey you got no other but option. I don't care cause I'm Gojo <laughs> but it's it, the and the movie kind of goes a little bit more in depth into who Utah is and giving you more of a, a kind of summary and introduction into his character, into Rika, and how they connect themselves into the Jujutsu mm-hmm. high school. Um, he goes under the wing of Gojo, um, same as Itadori in the beginning, of, like in season one. Um, it's pretty much the same exact fucking team, but without Nobara, Megumi, and yeah. Itadori. It was basically like seeing flashbacks in Naruto and seeing mm-hmm. the previous Team 7. Mm-hmm. That was like Minato, Kakashi, yes. Obito, uh, Rin. It was kind of like that. You got a younger Gojo, which was cool because it was cool to see him where obviously he was like born with talent and power, mm-hmm. but it was cool to see him uh, hone that. Yeah. to try and make his technique better and better and, mm-hmm. and you could learn that like it wasn't all just like given to him like it was a lot of training yeah. and you get to meet like the most important character kind of going forward Ghetto mm-hmm. his uh, best friend great drip too yeah, you know, he he's always drip. he's always in some cool do you remember, do you classic, remember the you know coats the fit that he has when he's on the in the beach like, oh yeah that's like a floral yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. Lilo and Stitch fucking he ready, shirt bro fire you're ready to be in Lilo's uh, art wall <laughs> the picture so she takes a picture of the dude with the cone aren't they beautiful <laughs> um, yeah Geto's a really good character uh, cool introduction to this character as well because. You get to see him in season one, but you don't get that much information of him. Mm-hmm. You just know that he's just there. And then they kind of flip it on you when you kind of figure out that Ghetto and Gojo have some type of history 
which at that point in the story we still don't know what Didn't that history is we just know that they have some type of connection and it ends up being like a like a like a dumbledore kind of grindelwald situation yeah. where get those ideals are very different and he they were kind of looking at what I was thinking, which was, how do you end game this? Yeah. Like, if it's a zombie movie, how do I defeat these zombies? Mm-hmm. Like, where's the cure at? If it's Demon Slayer, like, how do we make the demons just go away? Because yeah. that was my idea of, like, bro, the Jujutsu Sorcerers never end. Mm-hmm. Like, if you constantly have cursed energy and people are always going to feel some type of way with emotion, mm-hmm. you're never going to end. So how can we end it? Mm-hmm. So they actually finally bring up possible discussions of, like, okay how do we get along with humanity like mutants and humans kind of tensions Mm -hmm. how do we maybe defeat and stop all this curse energy how do we stop all these demons forever whatever and Ghetto has very evil plans to do some nefarious things Mm -hmm. that is frowned upon in the jujutsu sorcerer world (laughs) yeah which we end up finding out later um but yeah no the any highlights that you have from this movie anything that you like liked from it i i like that you never physically see the last like altercation between gojo and ghetto because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you Did they keep it silent yeah because you know that there's a big battle with yuta and, and and ghetto and all these other things like they're trying to stop him uh from basically just going like straight voldemort on all the humanity mm-hmm. and you know gojo has to kind of be the one to like rightly finish him off mm-hmm. and you know it's gonna suck because that's yeah. his best friend and i like that you kind of like see them together and they kind of have a conversation about like well it is what it is i guess yeah. i'm gonna die yeah. but you don't actually see him like do anything yeah because then at that point you have seen ghetto mm-hmm. with um with the uh the scar all like the right, zip right, on his right. forehead, the, yeah, like the, the thread. Movie, you're like, wait, where so you is have that? no idea what's going on. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, where's the rest of this battle? Mm-hmm. And I love the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that you don't get anymore because there's too much of just giving stuff away in the in a, in any kind of story lately. Mm-hmm. And I like the the mystery of it that they're like, well, we're gonna take our time mm-hmm. to get here. We're gonna give you a couple volumes. Facts. That's, did you, that's did you ever favorite. see the um the or hear what? Gojo tells Ghetto at the end because they mute it. They mute it? Yeah, whenever whenever he gets clo- you know how Ghetto's like dying and he's like uh, up against the wall yeah. and Gojo and him are talking and uh, when Gojo goes gets close to him he yeah. says something and it's muted but then you see Ghetto's reaction like like he opens his eyes like yes. surprised. Yeah. And they did, did, did you ever find in out the, what it was? In the manga he looks at him surprised when he shows up because he has just like a different kind of expression mm-hmm. that i feel like he thought he would and then the last thing you read is ghetto saying like oh you could at least curse me or something mm-hmm. and then that's it mm-hmm. yeah because i know i think from my understanding because i never really like canonically put this in the, either in the manga or the show yeah but gojo pretty much uh, pretty much tells ghetto that he was his best friend mm. and that's a like when he gets the the expression because gojo has never like shown that's that vulnerable side yeah of him it's always cocky yeah fucking dickhead fucking gojo <laughs> so for him to kind of like go up on, on down to that level of like humble it's like it was so surprising to get to that it was almost like a good farewell into hmm. death pretty much to ghetto which was really really interesting really cool as a 
I wouldn't say as a character development for Gojo because Gojo still stays the fucking same. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to see that side of Gojo and the fact that he actually cared for Geto and that it actually sucked for him to be able to do that. And it, it's great that you're able to get that mm-hmm. without having to show that. Yeah. Like yeah. you're able to pick it up in, in a subtext uh, kind of way. I do have I, I have another question for Geto, but I want I'm gonna save it for the next episode because okay. it, it ties into so many uh, future things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but damn, that was yeah, that was the that was it, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, just uh, before we go, another highlight: um, Utah using Inomaki's power in the movie. Oh, insane! Insane. Oh, that was the thing that I wrote down. Another kind of comparison. That is like. Kakashi's copy style. Mm-hmm. I was so happy that someone in the Jujutsu Sorcerer world had a copy cursed ability mm-hmm. because I was like, that's a person you don't want to fudge with. Yeah. <laughs> someone who's basically just like an all around insane killing machine because mm-hmm. he's like, mm, I like what you're doing. I'm going to borrow that. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. yeah, to see him use the curse speech and to learn that that was his style, I was like, get him. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> F him up, yeah. boy. Definitely. Really F him up, boy. Cool. Really, really, really cool. Love those characters. I think uh, I would say Utah and Toto are like top, like top three for sure. Top, top five that are alive. I I sort of got. I'll tear it up loud. I'll do a March Madness right now. Give me a bracket. (laughs) Give me a bracket, dog. Well, uh, thank you for joining us for episode one of Jujutsu Kaisen. Hell yeah. Uh, Please stay tuned for the uh, second portion when it drops. We're going to give you even more. Even more battles, even more curse things, and even more confusion, and maybe even some bugles. <laughs> some bugles. <laughs> some bugles. Hell yeah. Tune in next time when we dive into um, the Shibuya. yeah the the crazy arc of uh, the Shibuya arc, the Shibuya, Shibuya incident. So make sure you tune in to our next episode. This was Steven. This was Dylan. Let's get it. Yo. Yo. <laughs> That shit always kills me. <laughs> hey, yo. He not the damn, bro. He not the do it. <laughs>